0: Absolutely love that. Remy Wolf. that is Prescription here on Manx Radio. And uh, yes, I think it's kind of one of my current faves, probably. Um, so I have studio guests. I'm delighted to stay. I have a very busy studio. I also have a bit of a cough. Hold on. <coughs> Just get that out of my system. Um, it's because I was singing last night. Big shout out to the Solby Massive and for having us. Thank you very much to them. Um, right. I have got uh, Aaron Harwood in the studio with me, and I've also got the John Paul Project, and I've got John Lightfield separately. We'll be chatting to all of them. Uh, first of all, we're going to come to Aaron. First of all, hello, Aaron. Hi, How Christy. are you? Yeah, I'm all right. You've been a very busy boy, haven't you?
1: Um, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> first of all, you you get out and about and gig a lot, anyway, don't mm. you? So, you seem to, people will know you, I think, from uh, the, the live hopefully.
1: scene. Um yeah. I I haven't done a gig since November. Has it been that long? Yeah. <gasps> So there's been a lot going on yeah. aside from music. So, yeah. Oh, you're itching to get back busy. out again. Um, yes, I am. Um, I, um, I've I've had a couple of offers here and there. Oh, come and do this. Come and do open mics. And there was the Noble Park Fun Day and and things like that. So, you know, people are seem to be still interested, which is nice. <laughs> um, but I am very conscious that because I haven't performed, I need to practice before I get out so I don't want to go out and be so you're a
0: proper professional aren't you ah,
1: well I, I try to be in some aspects of my life so <laughs> um, yeah so I am looking forward to, to getting back out of there I was hoping to get a few people together so I can do the album justice if I play it live because me just going out with my acoustic guitar and doing the yeah
0: because there is a lot going on with the album yes um,
1: yeah. the, the stripped back versions work nicely sometimes but I, I would like to get out and do the the whole shebang if possible
0: so this is your debut album, The Great Silence. Uh, tell us a little bit about it, then. Kind of, what's the are kind of? Would you say the themes to it? And
1: um, the, I suppose the running theme is myself. <laughs> it's um, an album that I sort of pieced together since the EP. I had loads of creativity flowing after that, I guess, and put a few musical ideas together. And then, lyrics-wise, it's. Just kind of my thoughts and feelings and then there's um a bit of experience in there as well. So some of it is a bit of a a diary of what what's been going on through my life and other parts of it are just how I see things. Um and I think that's quite evident in different songs. So, so it's a very honest
0: which, honest album then.
1: Yeah. Um I do do always try and speak my truth and you know, say it say it how I see it. I don't don't particularly like to sugarcoat things.
0: Has it um, been quite cathartic then? Because you've obviously sort of like used the the music to get stuff out.
1: Yeah, there's, um, you know, when you you got busy life, I've I've got a four year old daughter, so you know, um, full time job, all of that. So um, I don't know. I used to find time to have more conversations than I do now. So especially with adults, and um, some of the stuff would get out um, in in those arenas but um, i did find it was quite nice to think about something and then just go you know i'm gonna write that down and and i've I've got a little notes app on my phone i'm constantly just going i've had a thought or someone said something that's made me think something i just write even if it's just a line i just note it down and this all then eventually comes together to be the lyrics to a song later on i guess
0: and has your daughter heard any of it
1: Yes, um, I was telling Gion earlier, she woke up this morning um, and she asked me did I remember some vague thing that had happened in the past and I was like oh yeah I remember that and then she sort of dozed off again. And then she woke up singing Kitchen Friction from the EP. <laughs> no way! And her favourite song from the new album is The Nuts. And she quite likes to, I, I Eat A Lot Of Nuts, which is completely unrelated to the song, by the way. <laughs> but she qu- She'll just go and grab them out of the kitchen and run off and just sing I've Got The Nuts.
0: Oh, that's adorable <laughs> and also very funny. It is. <laughs> that's ace. Well the album is called The Great Silence. Um and it is it's fully out now, isn't it? So yep, people it's... can get all streaming platforms and everything and hard copies or
1: Um the hard copies are are coming. Yeah. I sort of hate doing admin, so all of that <laughs> side is progressing slowly. Um the I'm very lucky that the arts council uh funded me for this album. Really grateful, appreciate them. Um, They're massively. very supportive of the They're local really are. scene. Yeah, um, I've got to finish my post album. Once it comes out, there's a few things that you have to fill in for your application to round up that whole process. I need to do that, um, which I have started, and then once that's done, I've already spoken to the company about getting CDs put together. Um, Excellent. I think. That's probably as far as physical media might go at the moment. Um, well, that's, and that's, but that's
0: promising. And it means Vinyl's it's happening, which is good. Oh, I know. I'd love to have Final. Can you imagine? Well, listen, we'll talk about that more in a minute mm. when we do your firsts. But I think we should hear something now. So we're going to play the uh, song that we have been playing. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this, and we'll chat with uh, John from Power On Music with him too. Uh, so we're going to hear Sending It Back now. This is Aaron Harwood. On the back of this, we'll hear a little bit more about this track itself, how it was produced, about putting the album together. If you've got any questions, for Aaron 166 177.
2: you buy up stuff, till your soul is found You don't even know it's weighing you down sink like a stone just to feel proud Love where you can be We'll watch you
0: rocks basically we're just saying that in the background and uh, that was aaron harwood and sending it back from the debut album the great silence and aaron's in the studio with us now and um, aaron we just had a quick chat there about the sound of the pretty much the whole album really has a real classic vibe to it and part of it i think is the sound of those guitars i mean were you intending it to sound really really classic rock kind of vibe
1: yeah that was that, that was always my intention um i didn't want to reinvent the wheel I didn't I wasn't looking for the new sound um I just I know what I like um I know the bands that I like and they they have that well uh, that classic rock theme running right through the vein of all of them so I I just knew that that's what I wanted my album to sound like and try and do justice to the the singing along with it cuz uh, there's a lot of great singers out there that play classic rock uh and yeah that's that's always been, since I was a teenager, that's the music I've always loved.
0: Well, so. you've worked with uh, John Lightfield on this from Power On Music. So, John, the fact that um, uh, Aaron had such a kind of really clear idea of what he wanted the album to sound like, did that help you when in working with him on it?
3: Well, Adam is a delight to work with anyway, regardless. Aww. Well, Feel the love is. in the room. <laughs> no, he is absolutely delightful to work with. Because For me, I can give him ideas or suggestions, and he always knows he can say no or he can jump on it. But the, we jokingly said when we were doing the EP uh, last year or the year before uh, that he's one taker on. <laughs> but um, no, he's delightful. He brought his guitar and his amp into. Uh, into ours and then the studio yeah and uh, we we took a picture of it the settings so we knew that every song had the same sound because we like we, we fiddled with it like that's the sound I want that's the way I wanted to sound live as well okay so take a picture of the setting of that now so we know that so when you go live you can put your amp exactly the same way and and that's how we did it so it was planned from the very first song that that sound of the guitars right through the albums as much as possible
0: and obviously you're very pleased with that, I'm sure, because it very does sound so. very much like that. Well, we're going to chat to John again shortly about uh, another project he's involved with that we've played here on the show before, John Paul Project. And we've got Paul of John Paul Project with us as well. So more of that in just a moment. But I do have to come back to you, Aaron, because we right. have our new feature uh, called Firsts and it gives mm-hmm. our audience a chance to kind of find out about our studio guests. So I'm just going to chuck a few of them at you, OK? Yeah. So I want to know, what was the first album that you bought do you remember and if so what format was it was it cd was it vinyl was it cassette i mean was it streamed i'm gonna suggest not (laughs) Uh, it
1: was definitely not streamed um it's one of those um i guess at the time it was well looking back it's probably a guilty pleasure but it's not anymore it's not something i listen to the first thing i remember buying was in woolies on tape and it was the spice girls album
0: yes i read well done
1: I hold my hands up, you know. <laughs> that's that's where I was then. I listened to the radio hey, great and that's pop what was songs. on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Excellent
0: pop songs, you know, and it was actually at the time groundbreaking. Yeah. You know, there was no one else out there doing that. So no. that is quite an interesting one. All right then, so what was could you remember what your first memory of live music was? What what maybe your first gig was that you went to? Do you remember that at first all? First
1: gig I went to was at Old Trafford to watch Bon Jovi in two thousand and three.
0: That's huge.
1: Yeah, it was a bounce tour, so a little bit after maybe their their heyday, but still some good tunes on that album. Um, And it was amazing. Um, I grew up as a Man United fan, so I had best of both worlds there. I was on the hallowed turf and listening to my favourite band, so win-win
0: that is so cool what a great first band to see i mean talk about inspiring blimey Mm -hmm. and what about your own first gig do you remember what your own first gig was
1: um when i started gigging i mostly went to open mic nights and as you may remember the last time i was on the show um i came in with andy from quids in and they just welcomed me with open arms the riffs crew down there and quids in um it's been a bit of a family favorite bar for quite some time if, if i recall so um yeah the home of live music there that um i will i'll always go back there it'll probably be my first gig when i go back to perform and i will just go down to riffs or see what happens it's but
0: just a really I, safe supportive loving space isn't yeah. it a really great space okay and the final one then uh what is it, who's your first artist, who, as in who would be the artist, the number one artist you would recommend to anyone and everyone? Who do you put first when it comes to music? Mm. I know it's a really hard question, that.
1: When it comes to guitarists, um, Slash, without a shadow of a doubt, I think I said that the last time I was, uh, I was on here as well, um, every band that I've heard and that he's been in has just been incredible, from Guns N' Roses, um, Velvet Revolver. Um, even oh, the, the, the Snakepit stuff. They? Yeah, that song yeah. "Slither." What a great tune that really is. Really good, yeah. And uh, his solo stuff now, and he is in a band with one of the one of my favourite singers from Alter Bridge, um, Miles oh, yeah. Kennedy. And so it's Slash and Mar- it's basically a supergroup. That and is a combo just, there just incredible
0: well listen um, it's been lovely hearing you first it's lovely hearing the album as well. get yourselves get over to um uh, just basically look up aaron harwood online go to power on music he's got he's on Bandcamp. he's all over the place you can get the new album the great silence we'll continue playing uh, music from that here on manx radio and the live lounge because it's it's a bit of a corker aaron <laughs> and uh, do you. keep us posted on gigs won't you when you're going to get back out there oh, again uh, we're going to be chatting to our other studio guests shortly but before we do I couldn't help it. I'm going to put some Bon Jovi on. <laughs> A good song. Bon Jovi. Playing that for Aaron Harwood. I think he'd rather have had Alterbridge, but I didn't have Alterbridge on the system, so he's got Bon Jovi instead.
4: The
2: Nation Station makes radio. Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
0: This is the Live round, and we'll have to forget the gig guide a little bit later. So if you are gigging or you know someone that's gigging and you'd like me to mention it, drop me a note. Studio at manxradio.com. I'll include as many as I can. We're going to meet somebody new now. I like having new guests in the studio because we're going to be talking John Paul Project and I've got the Paul of John Paul project with me. I've not met you before. It's lovely to have you in the studio it's with nice us. To be here. It's Thanks nice for coming in. I think you were probably dragged in kicking and screaming, to be <laughs> yes, fair.
5: Most definitely. Yeah.
0: John's quite persuasive, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is. <laughs> well listen, I thought what'd be a nice thing to do, since you're new to the studio. I'm gonna chuck the firsts at you. So that we can find out a little bit about you. So, okay, let's go. I need my notes because I'm still getting used to this feature myself. So what, Paul, was the first album you bought and what format was it in?
5: It was vinyl and it was um, Gary Newman.
0: (gasps) Very good. That is a good choice. Was it genuinely? Because that's super cool. It really was.
5: That's showing me age that is.
0: Do you know what, mine's really boring, because I used to buy compilation albums from Woolies, you know, they do, used to do compilations of genres, oh, yeah. and my first albums that I bought genuinely were things like, the best soul album in the world ever, but that's not <laughs> cool, that's like I wish it had been something really cool like Gary Newman. that's ace, and did you did you kind of just play it to death then?
5: Yeah, oh I, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. What would be your constantly. standout track?
5: Um, cause has yeah. to be definitely has to be on that
0: that's ace I'll, if i've got time in the next hour i'll drop it in the show for you okay then what about uh, your first memory of going to see a band of a gig of live music
5: um me and a bunch of my friends went to the nec and then we watched uh, roger waters in the pros and cons of hitchhiking
0: my word
5: we, we season that. <laughs> that was my first concert that i went to
0: You've got an awesome musical upbringing so far. (laughs) You're
3: not going to ask me these questions now.
0: Do you know what we'll do, Paul, for that that you've got a bit more time to think about yours, John, so you can make them cooler in the meantime. All right, then. Okay, let's move on. So, um, what about uh, your first ever gig yourself?
5: Um, It was in Kirby, and I think it was the British Legion, and um, we only got up for half an hour. I didn't even have a bass guitar, I was playing bass guitar on a normal guitar. That's we, a bit tricky. We, we got away with it.
0: Yeah, and what but kind of stuff were you doing?
5: We were doing Brian Adams, Run to You, and you know, all, all the old gigging songs, really. Everyone was just copying everybody else, like, you know. Do
0: you remember what it felt like, like being up there and yes. kind of, can you feel it in your, in your belly now? I,
5: I was very rattled.
0: Let's put it that way <laughs> I love that That's it is it, it, that thing I can remember mine and I was so nervous that I didn't even notice to halfway through the gig I was wearing two entirely different shoes
1: <laughs> genuinely really? and they
0: weren't even similar one was a trainer and one was a boot <laughs> I was at the corner house I was so scared before I went on I put two different shoes on anyway there you go uh, Paul thank you it's lovely to meet you and find out about your your music I should ask you though as well final question there what would be um, the first artist you would always Recommend to someone who is like your ultimate go to artist
5: uh, Paul Heaton and Jacqueline Abbott.
0: Oh, good choice! What songwriters and yeah. all his back catalogue as well, because of course yeah, he's you know,
5: done what, so much stuff. Um, House, House Martins, Martins yeah. The whole Paul Heaton scene is just he, he's yeah. a genius, he is, he, he's a lyrical genius.
0: Does, does that sort of inform your songwriting at all? Then? Yeah, it
5: does actually, yeah, because yeah, I always try and write with a story in it, but. Doesn't always turn out that way.
0: (laughs) Well, do you know what I'm going to do? You're going to have to wait, John, because actually, I'm going to play the song now because we just talked about songwriting and everything. So we're going to hear the John Paul project, and I wonder, um, do you want to tell me a little bit about it before we hear it? Then
5: this one, this is about John.
0: It's about John.
5: It's about John. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but it started with Paul.
5: So he mentioned that
3: he played bass on the normal guitar. Yeah. In he started like he had the riff, and it's more on the bass on the normal guitar so it's more like a bass line of a riff that he played on the guitar and I'm like do that again hmm so well, come on, come on. and then I started doing some rhythm on it and I did kind of a counter rhythm on it and as you were hearing when they play it it gave a very special kind of rhythmic sound to it on the guitars themselves. And obviously we exploited that to the max on the song itself in production and added some thumping bass drum and etc. But yeah, it started off with me and Paul just jamming. Well, basically. you'll hear
0: that from the very, very beginning, but I am intrigued by the fact it is about John. So, yeah. you know, i tell you what, we're going to play it, let people listen mm-hmm. <laughs> to it's the fruity, lyrics the and see what they make of it. This is the John Paul Project, and I wonder...
6: Trapped in the
0: john paul project that is i wonder and there's some really poignant lyrics in that we were just chatting um, off air before to john and paul from the john paul project and uh, paul was saying that that song is about john and um, just listening to it there actually john i mean and you were sort of commenting in the background there about the lyrics what is it like for you listening back to that because it's a very um sort of poignant and quite it's you know it's it's very personal
3: yeah, I have actually no issues with that because I'm aware of all these things that I've written there. It's just that it's the first time I actually written a whole song about it. And it, I guess that's why it was so easy writing about it as well, because it's all there. Um, so it's a self-awareness song about myself and my own view of myself. And the, the little line there in the third verse where I said, I keep passing all those mirrors in hope to find someone else. That's, that's actually true. <laughs> I keep not looking in the mirrors on purpose. I wonder um, how
0: many people listening do exactly the same thing. Well, as well. It, it's
3: yeah. a we it self uh, mechanism. I mean, if, if I don't, I mean, anyone who's seen me will understand why. Um, as in, I'm a big man, and that's obviously something I learned to live with over the years. But um, it's um, dealing with the fact that I don't use it as an excuse. I, uh, I've done this to myself, so I, I'm, I'm not blaming anyone, I'm not blaming anything, so I'm, I'm absolutely aware of it, so no, I have no problems listening back to it at all, and most of all, we just like the song, me and Paul, we just love the rhythm in it, and, and that's what the song started about anyway, with Paul's riff, which was the kind of line on the acoustic guitar he was playing at, at the night, and three, four hours later, the whole song was written and done, basically.
0: That's amazing, So I was going to ask sort of how it works. So, I mean, is this sort of a new thing for you then, Paul, sort of working in this collaborative course, sort of way? How have you worked previously in music, and, and, and what is this like for you now working with John?
5: Well, I, I don't, I, when I lived across, I am um, done a, a lot of playing live in bands. Like, i have been in about 20 bands. Not, You know, not that we were doing our own stuff, we were just playing cover versions, doing gigs. but well, since I've met John and that, um, I don't know, we just bounce off each other, like, you know, it's, it's like he'll come up with a line and I'll come up with a line and then he'll come up with a chorus and I'll come up with a riff or, you know, it's just great. That, you know, I'm, I'm not used to You know, working with geniuses, like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) There
0: you go, you're a genius. Let's hope also, let's hope none of your previous collaborators are listening because now they know you don't think they're geniuses. (laughs) But
3: it's fine. I I don't have a finger with this actually. Uh, He's actually a part of this, the John Paul project, without knowing it because it started actually in the Head and Pub in Annika because I I was meeting Adam and Paul, plays in the band who uh, rehearsed at the Head and Pub. And it was on the Thursday night when they were rehearsing. And I was up there to meet did to just have a chat about something. I think it was the EP we were chatting about at the time, I can't remember. And I had the acoustic guitar with me for that pur- uh, purpose or something like that. And then I was playing a little bit and Paul came over and sat down with us as we were chatting a little bit about music in general and we are just playing. And he's like, I just want to be a part of something like that. I said, sure, come on then. And... But I knew Paul already from the band because we did a gig together in, I think it was 2019 or something, a newest gig in Heron and I was singing for the band half the set and did the set myself or something. So I knew Paul before that. But um, So yeah, I said fine. Let's come to my house and we jam a little bit and
0: see what happens. And that's how it started. And the rest, as they say, is, is history. history. It had to be done, I'm sorry. Yes, um, right. Well, listen, we're loving the John Paul Project. It's fabulous fabulous sound. Here. We do need to come to your firsts, John. We've not done your firsts oh, yet. Right. Uh, so I do need to know, thank you very much, <laughs> what was the first album you bought and what format was it in?
3: So an album or... S- album. What okay. was the first album? Well, the first called? album will be Duran uh, Duran 7, Roger Tiger on tape cassette. I'm Very that good. old, talking about showing age yeah. <laughs>
0: Um
3: So yeah, that was that was my first album. And but did I, you
0: did you play it kind of relentlessly? Did oh, you immediately God, love it? I
3: wore out that tape so mad. It was yeah. ridiculous. And, and back then, there was no internet. So I mean, I literally, I, I killed that Cassette Putting pencils into oh, it to was, wind it back yeah, on again. Stretching the tape yeah, a little exactly. bit. So.
0: <laughs> what about your first memory of live music? Do you mm. remember who you saw first?
3: Duran Duran Yay! <laughs> in the in the in Norway. So um, I think that was a couple of years after I uh, bought the album. Uh, so they were in Norway, and I remember I was mesmerized by John Taylor on bass. It was just pounding, and it was so tight. It was awesome so I, I I was kind of because I was doing more, more or less keyboard myself at the time it was Nick Rhodes that was kind of the thing I would or should go for in the concert but I was just hung up on John Taylor the entire gig and just watching his fingers go on the bass and like wow this is awesome.
0: Oh, that's such a cool memory, isn't it? OK, and also, um, if there was... Who would you put... F- oh, no, your own first gig. What was your own first gig? Do you remember what your first gig was? Oh, OK, so this is debatable, gig or not, I don't know. So I was 18, I went
3: to the school where we had a concert in school, so I think that's a better story to tell, at least, because I was so nervous and I had to perform one of my own songs that I'd written for the project that week, and the theme was love, so I wrote the song that called Love is Strange. Um, and I was going to play it in front of the entire school this is about 100 people and I was so nervous so when I hold the mic I kept I had so much sweat in my hand the mic kept coming out of my hands I have to put it back oh, in the next <laughs> and when I was done I just run through the hall but they were stopping me and I was horrible and I hid in the, another gym like Aww. in the other side of school for half an hour I felt horrible I didn't like it at all but it
0: didn't put you off did it because yeah, now did. look at you
3: well it did until I came to Isle Man so that yeah. was actually the performance live if you like that cut me off from doing anything live myself because I thought I had stage
0: fright. Well you wouldn't know it now when you watch you play. You've got so much confidence and energy on stage. It's fantastic. Ah, and what, it. what about your uh, your first recommendation? Who would it be? Who's the person you always recommend to everyone? Who would, who do you think we should be listening to? Mark Cohen. Mark Cohen, yeah.
3: Mark Cohen, uh, the guy who wrote Walking in Memphis for yeah. those who doesn't know who he is. Uh, his lyrics, like Paul said, like um, for me, he's a storyteller. I take so much—I um, wouldn't say advice, but i, I would—I take so much lessons in how he writes his lyrics. Uh, obviously, for me, being Norwegian as well, to hear someone else writing in English is very helpful for me. So the way he writes it, yeah, Aww. I advise anyone to listen to the album *The Rainy Seasons*. The—the the lyrics on that is just. In single. Well,
0: see I love this. That's why this feature really works because we get to learn about other artists we might not know about. Well, listen, it's been lovely having you all with us. What we're going to do now, John, is we're going to finish up with playing, we might not get through all of it, we're going to play uh, some of your songs, Then You Told Me So. But before we hear it, this is your own solo project. Uh, tell us a little bit about it because you said it took you quite some time to get this song out there. <laughs>
3: it started 29 years ago.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> so is quite some time.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, it's by far the longest song I ever took time and um, yeah I started with the riff which is the, what you hear in the intro and the chorus that's what I had 22 years ago and then a couple of years ago I came up with the verse part and yeah that works and kind of tied it in and then I was frustrated because I had the almost like 95% of the song but I couldn't somehow get the from the verse to the chorus in a way I was happy about and then Paul came over we can do some music with the project really and I'll just say, uh, I'm sitting here, I'm fiddling with them. And just by him being there, <laughs> I just suddenly find one chord that changed the whole thing. And it's a little downstair kind of thing that I go down to to get into the uh, chorus. And that's how we finished. So 29
0: years it was just meant to be well listen yeah. to Aaron and to Paul and to John it's been so lovely having you with us Thank and you uh, us. all the best yeah. with all of the music check out Power On Music check out Aaron Harwood check out John Lightfield and check out of course the John Paul Project this is John Lightfield it's a song he just mentioned this is called Then You Told Me So